There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing the series finale of Killjoys. Oh, oh my gosh. It's been such a ride. With yes, it has. This is painful. I mean, anytime a show comes to an end, it's rough. But the fact that we actually got an ending is awesome. Yes. But holy crap. It doesn't feel like we're this far through everything. Like five right. seasons? Yeah. Wow. It was good. I'm sad that it's over, but at least we got an ending. And before we obviously jump into everything, I like the ending. Oh, absolutely. There's still questions. Oh, yeah. They definitely left enough open that, yeah, maybe in a couple years we could see it at TV movie? Maybe. And I do have to say, what we always see in the beginning, in the opening, I loved how they brought it full circle to the end. Oh, absolutely. So, that is my thing, and then now we can jump into everything, and we'll start with the ratings, but the fact that they did that, they closed that circle, I thought that was perfect. Yep. All right, episode 10, and had a 0.05 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.336 million viewers, making it the 135th overall cable show for the day. Unfortunately, Nielsen's gone on holiday again as there have been no live plus seven updates since the end of August. I'm really wondering if they're revamping everything because of the way so many people watch. They could be. I think it's... They need to. Yeah, because I don't know if it checks or is able to even read okay well i'm watching it on dvr i'm watching it this way i'm watching it online right. you know so maybe that'll change the way some of these series actually value their show i don't know some of right. these networks i should say because so sad with some of the stuff that's gone but all right before i get really all weepy about other <laughs> shows let's jump into episode 10 yeah last dance dutch uses klein to Bait the lady and finds herself in the midst of a final epic showdown. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Spaghetti Western-ish. Yeah. And we kind of got that first scene, too, where you, the whole gang is standing there on that cliff looking out over Old Town. And it's almost like the OK Corral. Right, you know, we, right. Dutch gives them a little pep talk and that we're going to be together again. and. Gets everybody in for a hug and turns not having any of it. And she goes, Ginger, get in here. And it you was, go, oh, it was nice. Cute. And at the same time, it's like, wow. Like, you know you, it's over. Like, you <clears throat> felt that this is going to be it. And I'm like, oh, my God, how many of these people are going to die? Right, exactly. Wonder, oh, no, this is not good. So we're going to start with Arkin as 
part of Team Awesome Forbes' plans, Dutch takes Klein to Arkin to make her last stand against the lady. And as the alien queen bait, he is injected with a poison that will take effect in two hours. Yeah. And of course, Klein <laughs> kind of questions her about that, and she goes, yeah, it's real. She might have a chip in there in you that will be able to detect if it's not. So, yeah, I poisoned your ass. <laughs> I loved it. And he's like, oh, wait, wait, for real? Like, for really real? Crap. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get another slick trick as Dutch uses a hollow projection to communicate, which Garrett left the receiver when he last visited. So he did do something right, at least, in that little... Uh, <laughs> Horrible acting that job that he's yeah. doing. With the armada and taunts the lady that she's sure Klein didn't tell her everything. Like how to use Jack to make certain that the transplant sticks or how to splice human parts for her children. Aha. And if she doesn't come alone within the time span indicated, Dutch will dose the older man again with another round of poison. And... Is it just me, but the look on the lady's face when she's half pouting and her chin is like jutting out? I'm like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> now, of course, if everything works out according to plan, he'll get the antidote. If. Yeah. <laughs> and if she fails, it really doesn't matter what happens to any of them anyway. And Klein is impressed with his second daughter, but asks how she plans on surviving this. And. <laughs> Dutch lets him know she's not. And you go, oh, no, 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 you are not killing Dutch. No, no. I was like, seriously, most of this episode, because of all this weird back and forth, sitting there with my mouth open. I'm like, well, uh. yeah, yeah. And of course, Dutch finally gets to just go off on Klein. That the only one she's ever needed saving from is him, and she would like for him to stop making her feel small so he can feel big. And that was so awesome to see her at least have the opportunity to get that off her chest. Now, soon enough, the lady arrives with her goons and manages to get control collars on both Dutch and Klein. Yeah, that worked out great. Yeah. How is she able to control Dutch right now? Well, at first it was with her mind. I know, but I thought she could only do that if she injected them with something. I don't think so. Uh, I think she's just like that strong. Yeah. But of course, they've got a contingency plan. A shield was set up around Arkin that was activated as soon as the alien queen landed. So there's no way out. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm going to say. It's like, you're not going anywhere. Yeah, go ahead. You can kill me, but you're not getting out. Yep, and Dutch lets her know that three of them are now trapped inside. Right, but you notice yeah. those goons that the lady sent out to check never came back. Yeah, of course, later on, the lady realizes that the other members of Team Awesome Force are after her real body, but decides if these are her last memories of Yala, then they should make this fun. Yeah, and obviously the lady has a different idea of fun. Yeah, because it first starts off with them dancing, making them dance together. Right. And 
course, the lady has to wax about how she loved the memory of Yala being taught by Klein because they seem so happy. And then she decides to make them fight. It was very mummy-ish. Right. Like how they just start fighting with everything. And suddenly you have Klein like, do you remember what I got you for your birthday? It's like, what? what? Yeah, you kind of wonder where that eighth birthday was going. And of course, we get the flashback seeing Klein give Yala the, the knife that can be hidden anywhere. And you always have it on you because you never know who wants to kill a child. And Which is kind of messed up, by the way. Yeah, but it pays off because, of course, Dutch has it and she cuts him with it and then uses it to get up her control collar off. And what I didn't understand at this point... Why was the lady just kind of whining at that point and not, like, taking control of her? Right. It's like, what? Did well, you I you think powers? By, well, no, I think by this time, they had already gotten up into where the real body was and at least getting close to taking it down. It might have been right after they froze it. So she didn't have all her powers. Because, oh. yeah, if she had the powers when that she had when she got there, all she'd had to do was just think and... Dutch would have been a splat on the wall. That's true. Okay. So, meanwhile, on Koresh, <laughs> the queens are going to take their throne. Anila makes her debut as the lost and last heir to the land Kenrit with Telsea by her side. Yeah, they so, didn't seem too happy to see those two. <laughs> no, not at all. The cousin is like, Telsea, you're alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, of course, they want the military launch codes of each family within the nine, but of course, Cousin Liam, mm, not having anything to do with it, telling them they have no real power behind them to make such demands. And he tells his cousin that his soldiers have their guards outflanked outside, and Delsea, as only Delsea can, explains to her younger kin that he is terrible at warfare, and that what really matters is the proximity of a weapon. This, I thought, was hilarious. Yes. Because she's like, oh, you have people outside. Okay, cousin. You don't know what's going on. Yeah, mine's right here. Welcome to a Holland. <laughs> um, at first, I'm like, what you going to do? Yeah, loved it. Yes, and Anila was not real happy about the comment on her clothing choice. Oh my gosh, I thought she was going to go and like explode the girl's head. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, you don't like this? Okay. <laughs> and of course, Delsea instructs them to kneel, and they do. Yeah. yeah. Bend the knee. Oh, look at that. You guys changed your tune really fast. And I love it when Anila's like, how do you like my dress now? <laughs> <laughs> You want to talk smack? Yeah. And once all present provide their codes, Delsea lets Johnny and Dab know that it's done and they start attacking the Hullen Armada. And we check in on the hunters, Jacoby, and using the cloaking technology installed on Lucy, Dab and Johnny sneak onto the Hullen ship to look for the lady's real body. And with their Information from Zeph, the plan is to lower the temperature around the aliens so that it goes dormant, which will allow them to kill it. And you go, surely. So far, everything has worked out perfectly. <laughs> it's got to go 
wrong here. <laughs> I I don't want to laugh, but yeah. 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 All our plans have been great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, the missiles from Koresh are attacking the Armada, providing the perfect cover to slip in unnoticed. Well, the boys yeah. make their yeah. yeah make their way towards the big bad alien body, but come across some guards. Yeah, like ten of them, and. Johnny is asking Zeph for another route, and Lucy informs them that there is an anomaly in the Holland records as one of her patients is being held on board. I love this because when she's like, "Wait, what? What do you? Yeah. What do you mean?" Huh? And I think, <laughs> like, trying to think, well, who, who could she possibly be talking about? Lucy, what Ex- are you? What's going yeah. on? Yeah, more information, Lucy. Don't just tease us like this. So, of course, Zephs goes, well, I got to go find out. And off she goes to get into the Armada herself. Right. And I'm like, this is not good. No. And, of course, earlier we see Jack first getting woken up by the lady, which is definitely horrifying for him. But it gets worse because they've got him tied down to a table in the science bay. And, uh, fortunately... He is able to get out of his bindings. Because of? The old broken thumb trick. Uh, no, it was the hidden knife. Oh, yeah, that's right. That it he, was like, cut knife. himself, but I thought he healed fast, too. But I guess oh, enough he did. to be able to get his hand, like, all bunched in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he manages to stab one of the Hulan soldiers that would have shot Dav, but in turn gets shot himself. Which both Anila feels on Crash, prompting her to come for her son. And you kind of go, "Oh crap! Here's the first one, and it's Jack." No, you no, you no. <laughs> you guys are killing me here. Oh my god! Like everything that was happening, I felt like my shoulders were up to my ears. Like I was just like <laughs> so tense. Yeah, but of course we all forgot he's Hulan as well and is able to heal. Just not quite as fast as his mom. And when Dav asks him how the lady found him, he informs his father that he started having visions again of Dav getting shot. And so he led the lady to his location in order to save his father. Man, I wish we could have had more time to get into those powers. I know. Or at least they could have started bringing it out earlier. Right. Of course, Dab wants to protect his kid, but Jack says that he doesn't get to do it by putting everyone else's family at risk. Put Dad in his place. Yeah, I think that was kind of an eye-opener. Because Oh, for Dab? Oh, absolutely but it was. But I mean, I understand, because Dab's like, I don't want my kid to be taken out. Right. And it's a little curious that he grew so fast at the beginning, and it's been, what, season and a half and he's been the same <laughs> size you kind of expected him to be you know in his 30s by now <laughs> i know it's like zip 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 oh we're gonna stop here yeah so of course zeph is able to sneak onto the ship and makes her own way to another part of the ship where she comes across four cocoon-like structures inside a research lab which kind of look like the ones that fancy lee saw and she moves to the one furthest from the door and reacts oddly. I was afraid. Oh, absolutely. And then when we see it, 
I was like cussing a lot because <laughs> I'm like, what is she doing? What is up the lady's sleeve? Yeah, you know, I was freaking out. Oh, absolutely. And Zep definitely just cuts that cocoon open. And what the hell? <laughs> it's Pippin. I was not expecting that. No. Like, seriously, did anybody honestly expect Pippin back? Other than that flashback that they gave us, which about killed me. Right. And then we get this, and I'm like, what is the lady playing at? I thought she was messing with Zeph somehow. Yeah. She probably is very well aware of Zeph's capabilities having Dutch's memories. So, you know, is she going to make sure Zeph gets taken out? So there's no way that yeah, I, I, they'll be able to take her out. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. He still got that spider in his brain, too. Holy shit. I forgot about that. <laughs> Because he and was in the explosion. So how did yes, he survive? Exactly. And his eyes open and he removes the apparatus that was in his mouth. And of course, Zeph freaks out and points her gun at him. And they have a little back and forth about, is it really him? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm like, probably like everybody else. I'm like, I don't trust this. No, no, no. <laughs> And, of course, about that time, Johnny needs some information from her on which way to go or which thing to use. And she informs him that she's found Pip and needs to get him back to Lucy. And, of course, Johnny did exactly what he should have and says, I understand. We'll take care of it. Yeah, I love it. When she's saying this, now, of course, with the little smart comment from Pip beforehand, which cracked me up, but... When she tells this to Johnny, Johnny's like, oh my gosh. Like, you've seen all the emotions play across his face. Like, I got Lucy back. Somehow she's getting Pip back. This is amazing. You do you, girl. Right. <laughs> it's like everything kind of falling into place. Not that I believe that everything will fall into place. Right. So, of course, the three Jacobis make it to the ladies' body room and... Just as they seem to be outmanned, Anila shows up and evens the odds as they collectively take out all but two of the guards. Because they start talking. Yeah. <laughs> and she also calls Jack Little Bear and asks if he missed her. This was just so weird. Like, I'm not expecting her to be nice because of everything we've seen. Right. <laughs> just a completely different side of Anila that just I didn't think could possibly exist right and so they go up to do their thing with the containment device and john's about to cut some wires that are connected to the alien's body containment unit when jack highly advises against it another one of his visions i love it because johnny's like well which one do i cut he's like i don't know i just know if you'd mess with that one it's not yeah. good yeah these aren't uh, instantaneous and he's like well what if i touch stuff what what if i do this what if, what if, what if? Right. How about that one? Jack kind of kind of looks at him like, your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> it's like, Mer. It's like, all right, let's do this and hope for the best. Yeah. And back on Lucy, Pip is tripping balls, imagining that Zeph knows he loves her and that <laughs> she wants 12 babies. Yeah. What? Yeah. And then he's like, whoa. And yeah. she, you know, slaps him. She's like, snip out of it. Very moonstruck all of a sudden. <laughs> And that was after 
Zeph is freaking out and Pip gives her that don't look a gift Pippin in the <laughs> I know, line. but at the same time, she's exactly like everyone else. Like, I don't I don't trust it. No, this can't be happening. Something's wrong. Right. Because why are we gonna believe that this is going to be something good? Right. Now of course, just for the containment field is Frozen, the lady talks to Anila psychically using her Hullen minions and recalls how her favorite memory was when Yala was born inside the queue. It's like, make up your mind. How many favorite memories do you have there, lady? Exactly. And of course, she thinks it seems fitting that she killed Dutch in there as well, which triggers Anila to chokehold one of the soldiers, telling the lady to let her, let her sister go. Yeah, I don't think that's going to help. No. Of course, we get the great scene where Dutch uses the knife, boys freeze the lady's body and go down and just roasted it like a marshmallow. I loved it. And uh, the lady's like, oh, crap. She wasn't happy. No. Burn, baby, burn. Yeah. And Dutch just knocks her out cold and then goes to tend to her father's wound, and of course, he's got to rub it in, <laughs> asking, aren't you glad you got that knife for the <laughs> Oh, really, Klein? It's like, no, no. I'm still not. Of course, everybody reunites inside the Supermax, and a huge celebration party is thrown. Yay! Yeah, but it's still, I'm like... This was too easy. Yeah. Is this all like her screwing with her head? What's happening? And of course, in the middle of the dancing flesh, you see Fancy just kind of standing there, just kind of bobbing his head a little bit. (laughs) Of course, we go back to Zeph and Pip, and she sees that the spider in his brain is shrinking. And of course, she wants to know how he survived. Of course, he doesn't know. Can't we just celebrate this? (laughs) No. No. But I'm happy for her. Right. But still, it's like, eh. Yeah. Of course, she finally puts down her tablet, takes a deep breath, and tells Pip the scars are cool before proceeding to kiss him. When we check in on Koresh, where the two queens are in their chamber, with Delsea sighing about how Jack better not miss his curfew. <laughs> Already worried about curfews. I know. It was sweet. Yeah. And she notices that Anila is looking at some very specific metal equipment that looks like ancient history when the other woman explains that she isn't owed anything. And if Delsea wants to remain human, Anila will hold her hand when she turns gray, bury her with honor, burn worlds in her name, and make sure she is not forgotten. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. That (laughs) happened and I'm like, say what? Yeah. But then I'm like, Wait a second. If she's still Holland and still has green in her because it didn't change. Right. What's happening because there were still some people affected by the lady who were Holland, right? Or are they, they're different because they're the lady. Yeah, I, I think they were all human. Okay. Yeah, I never saw any green splattered on the lady's ship. It was always red blood. Okay. Well, of course... Delsea asks if 
Anila has enough green to share, and Anila answers that she wants to find out if Delsea does. This just seems weird. Yeah. Together forever. Now, of course, in the aftermath, <laughs> Turin wakes everybody up at the Supermax with bad news. Of course there had to be bad news. Because there's never good news. No. Back when they thought the lady sent out her bombers to attack Koresh, it turned out that she sent half her fleet outside the quad and the ships were full of Ashley. Oh, great. Well, that's just perfect. Yeah, and to make it worse, they don't know how many ships or how long she had been sending them away. Great. So, there's question number one. Yeah, so... Dutch informs him that she can find out because she didn't kill the lady after all. She's still trapped inside the Cuban Arkin. I don't know if that's smart. No. So Dutch goes in and tells the girl that she has a choice to cooperate and help them, because otherwise I will slit your throat. (laughs) (laughs) And Dutch tells her to think about it and gives her the red box. Oh, and I love it, because immediately she's like, is it from Klein? Yeah. (laughs) Listen, psycho. No. (laughs) No, it's not. And of course, when the lady opens it, it's the small doll. That I'm guessing Anila wanted when, I mean, sorry, Dutch wanted when she was a little girl. Yes, absolutely. Back on the Armada, Turin deputizes a number of former inmates into new rack agents with their first mission to hunt down and destroy the hatchlings. Included, as well, are Pip and Jack. Oh, boy. And both Delsea and Pre are also present. And the former bartender follows the Koreshi, demanding that Westerland refugees need a place to live. He was not going to stop. No. And shockingly, and somewhat reluctantly, she agrees to provide land on Leith until Old Town can be rebuilt. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> and oh, by the way, you are now the new Lord Governor of Westerly. I love this because Pree's like, don't screw with me, lady. And she has her assistant give the man a box with the official emblem of position. <laughs> it's like, Garrett what? goes off. Right. Screaming, look, Ma, I finally made it. I'm top of the world. I'm married to a governor. <laughs> that was just awesome. And even better, as Delsea leaves, she adds that she's never going to be nice, but she's going to try to be good. <laughs> and Pri uh, will hold her to it. Yes. And we go inside Lucy, where Johnny is sitting on the couch with his bags packed, ready to say goodbye for now to Dutch. I think I was in the same mindset as Dutch, like, oh shit, you're really, no, 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 no. No, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Hold on, what I said, I said to get you through this shit, not for real. Yeah, not realsies. No, I'm taking this back. He tells her that it looks like she has all the help she needs, and if he doesn't leave now, he never will. And she says good, because they aren't done with the hatchlings to kill, and he says there will always be something, another warrant. Another apocalypse. No. Yes. Yeah. However, he won't leave unless she says she's okay with it. And, of course, Dutch quickly says, no. No. I'm like, I'm like good. <laughs> yeah. Hook up with the warden or whatever, but no, don't leave. Yes. 
And of course, he immediately calls her a dick, and she tearfully knows that if this is what he needs, then that's what they do. Oh. Yeah. And while they're at it, she tells him to take Lucy too, and the ship teases them to not fight over her because she would pick John. Right. Obviously. (laughs) I thought that was sweet. She's like, well, of course I'm picking Johnny. Yeah. Dutch makes her promise to bring Johnny back in exactly one year, which she agrees. And Lucy interrupts them, saying that she's located one of the ladies' bombers and asks if she should engage. And Dutch and Johnny look at each other and, yep, one more for the road. And we see the two of them racing down the back of Lucy with Dav gearing up for a fight. Of course, Dav asks how he w- she wants to play it. She gives the instructions, then turns around and kisses him and tells him that she loves him too. Like, aww. Yes. I and it was in so the sweet. end, yeah, we see both Anila and Delsea sharing the green. We see Klein heading off into who knows where. And the three Killjoys about to kick some hatchling ass. Yes. Which, like I said, kind of full circle, the way they stop with the animation and coloring. And I'm like, that was so sweet. But I was totally tearing up with the moment with Johnny and Dutch. And at the very end, I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. And I'm watching this knowing this is it. This is the end. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man. Okay, it wasn't horrible. Johnny didn't just leave them. They know everything. But still, it's like, I don't know. It's kind of like I'm going back like a long ways. Now, obviously, I watched on reruns, but like the MASH finale. Right. And it's just like kind of pulling away and you have one person waving. That's kind of what I felt. And I'm like, right. This is so rough because you know that at least they're like all together. There's going to be happiness. But. There's still all that conflict happening. Right. Still work to do. Yeah. The pain. The pain. (laughs) Yeah. It's been a great run and a great show. No doubt about it. And I think we have somebody else who wants to weigh in on the pain of this episode. Oh, we sure do. Fred is once again, and he wouldn't miss this one for the world, and provided some fantastic feedback. So let's take a listen. Hello, Steve and John. This is Fred from the Netherlands with some feedback for Killjoys Season 5, Episode 10, The Series Finale. I'm very happy that several people survived, such as Anila, such as, of course, Delsea, but also suddenly Pepin, which is nice for Zeph. I want 12 babies. What? Pepin, you are tripping balls. Ow. Come on, fight it. Ranika, the warden. Garrett and Pre are together, and Garrett can tell his mother he married a governor. My husband's governor. Mr. Governor. Okay. Okay, sweetie, breathe. I made it, Ma! (laughs) Jack survived. And Johnny is going on his own way, although we don't see him go. And that would be a tear-drawer. I don't know if that's a term in English. But I won't leave unless you say you're okay with it. Fine. No. 
No, that that wasn't a real option to you, dick. I shouldn't have said it then, asshole. <laughs> when I saw the beginning of the episode, so previous in, I really enjoyed how that was in the sense of really get the feeling of how four seasons of Killjoys were. And actually, it made me quite worried about the rest of this episode, because I saw there again what I liked about Killjoys. But they did a good job with this last episode, actually the last two episodes, and it's a little bit a pity that the rest of the season was, well, less Killjoysy. I was a bit disappointed about the climax in the sense of destroying the lady or the mother bug and also the lady in that girl's body it was not such a big thing i really thought a little bit oh is this all and this actually happened after half an hour of the episode so i thought okay something else is coming up but it was really the end well something came up that some base ships left the mothership and went to several planets with hatchlings but that was also not a very big thing and of course i liked the part on crash actually i liked that the best so anila together with delcea manipulating the other crashy families and being a double set of queens any of these codes are wrong, I will show you what your innards look like and wear them as a skirt. And since Delcea is getting a little bit of green out of Anila, they will remain the queens of Crash probably for a very long time. I'm worried about you. And underestimating me as always. Really? I think I know you better than anyone. And every harm and every failure and every sin I committed against you and Anil. Yes, I know those too, which is why I'm trying to fix all this. I don't want you to fix this. Well, then what do you want me to do? I want you to stop making me feel small so you can feel big. I want you to stop hurting me so that you can save me. Because the only person I have ever needed saving from is you. Very emotionally impressive. Thank you for this ride, Steve and John. This is Fred from the Netherlands, signing off for Killjoy. Well, Fred, I'm really glad that all your uh, favorites survived the show. As a matter of fact, I think the only thing that died was the lady's bug body. <laughs> well, old town. But yeah, our people, right. our yes. Scooby gang all stayed together. Yes, they did. Kind of. And, yeah. And Zeph got her pit back. <laughs> they had to do something after they gutted us with that that memory of her with Pip. Right. Yes. But man, they kept that really close to their vest because... I didn't hear a word about that. Nope, not at all. And they didn't explain it, so it just... <laughs> I know there wasn't a lot of time for it, but damn, it'd been nice to... Something, yeah. Yeah. And of course, yeah, Garrett celebrating that he's finally made it because he's married to Governor was just as cute as cute can be. I mean, Garrett's our Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> And is Johnny really going on his way? Yes, no, maybe. I don't know, for real. I mean, I'm assuming yes, but 
Because he does say, too, and I almost forgot. And he's like, I'm going to go find, and I cannot remember her name. Right. The uh, mod lady. Yes. And I was yep. like, what? Like, that was unexpected to me. Right. No, I always knew that there was, that was still hanging around in the back. And I'd seen it mentioned by people every now and then that, yeah, Johnny needs to go find his his mod girl. I will tell you, though, I was surprised. Like, I kind of forgot about that, so. Right. That that was and, cool. Yeah, we both agree with you that the intro really brought the entire series together in a nice, beautiful bow, but worried the hell out of us as well. <laughs> and, yeah, I can understand how you weren't completely on board with how it ended, but I kind of think there's just a slight possibility that they might consider doing a tv movie you know it's a way to allow the story to go on instead of just kind of really tying it up nice and tight so i was okay with it and i still think that there is that possibility that we get a movie so and that's because i believe that it makes it easier for me to (laughs) (laughs) to handle it and of course definitely long live the queens They'll be together forever now. They're going to be around a long time. Yep. And yes, Dutch getting all that emotional baggage off her chest with Klein was a very impressive scene. And I am so glad we got to see Dutch actually be able to do that. And once again, we can't thank you enough for all your great feedback over the years, Fred. And we thank you so much. And we sure hope we can come across another show that we can take another five-year ride with you oh let's hope so but thank you fred for everything and it's been amazing and hopefully you'll find another show that you want to kind of hang out with us with absolutely goodness so you guys know how we feel you know how fred feels we still want to hear your thoughts so we will gladly share them even on the next episode of Sci-Fi Talk. If you want to send us something about this show, about any of the shows, about any show that you think we should get into, just send us an email at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com or head over to www.fangirlzone.com. Check out the contact page and you'll see all the ways you can contact us. And we love talking to you guys. And while you're on the interwebs, if you can rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you find us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us, tell your friends about the show. They can totally binge watch it now. And it is such an emotional roller coaster. You can watch their face when they come to you and say, oh my God, yes. why didn't you tell me about? <laughs> I've totally been there. Yep. I did that to Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> We, of course, hope you enjoyed the podcast, and maybe you'll tell them about us. It'd be great. So, for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, the finale of Killjoys, I am Sean Fangirless. And I'm Steve. It doesn't matter how your story begins. It's about who is with you at the end. And until next time.